Hey guys, and welcome back to another captivating episode of Explicably Inexplicables. I'm Arnov, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Nikhil. Today, we're delving into a topic that's been on everyone's minds, the future of remote work. As you all know, remote work came the norm during the COVID-19 pandemic. But what's actually in store for the future? Yeah, I think for this episode, we're going to go and delve deep into how remote work has evolved during the pandemic, how it's affected the economy, and just how it's going to change in the future. Yeah, definitely. So in the past, right, remote work during the pandemic was obviously a necessity. Companies Mm -hmm. had to adapt quickly. And to some degree, that remote work wasn't as effective as in-person works, right? Things like Zoom, when people are just muting or turn their mics off, you can't really tell if they're getting their work done. So that's why it's kind of important to understand some of the challenges that they faced in the future. Exactly. I mean, there were a lot of challenges during remote work, right? There's stuff like technology constraints where people would just and like obviously both of us have probably done this during zoom we're like oh my mic isn't working oh my camera isn't working when actually it was for sure we just have that you know stigma um there are obviously a lot of other challenges with remote work such as maintaining team collaboration um and even making sure that people are on task and productivity numbers um and companies had to find ways to overcome these challenges while ensuring the business continues and prospers yeah, definitely. And I think there's there's actually like a lot of statistics I was reading like um, a couple of nights ago. And even when I was, you know, during that Zoom phase a couple of years ago during COVID mm-hmm. and some of those things are like, so a lot of employees actually found that remote work allowed them to be more productive because of a reduced commute time. Right. So a lot of people, especially if you live in high congested areas like, I don't know, New York or L.A., where you have like upwards of an hour commute time, you're saving a lot of time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously there's a quieter work environment for the most part, right? Unless you have like, you know, a two-year-old running out the house or something, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's all just based on like comfortability. Like me personally, I work better and I'm, I work harder and more productive in my own space, my own niche versus, for example, going to school and working in like a classroom environment. Like if I'm in my pajamas, sipping hot chocolate with my computer and my two monitors, I get the most work done then. And so it's just all about like comfortability and people realize that that might even boost productivity numbers, which is why companies are also trying to go advocate for remote work. Yeah, for sure. And there's also like the other side of that. I kind of like disagree with you on that. Like I'm definitely someone who works better in person just because Mm -hmm. um, it helps to be a little bit more accountable, right? When someone can actually see your face, put a name to a face when you're communicating with someone. So for me, I feel like my work is a lot more effective in person, but I do see where you're coming from. That makes sense. Like I guess in a more team environment, it's important to put that, you know, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, and we know companies have also had many benefits with their remote work, such as like reducing overhead costs from office space um, and even a wider access to the global talent pool. Right. I feel like remote work has opened up so many opportunities to hire employees from different geographical locations. Because like, let's say we're in Texas, right? We mean to kill if for those of you who don't know, we live in Frisco, which is in Texas. But let's say we have a specific need for a specific employer or like employee and we need this person that has this specific skill set. And in that time of day, there aren't any available like there aren't people who are actively looking for that job. We can hire someone from California, from Nevada, from Maine, from New York, wherever, to do that job for us, especially if all it requires is every if everything's virtual. Um, and so it just has a wider access to the global talent pool, which is a huge benefit for companies who are trying to look for new hires. 
Yeah, I know that 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 kind of opportunity aspect of it has also benefited the employees a lot. Like I've heard a lot of stories on the news where people who, you know, for example, wanted to live in a different city, right, but still mm-hmm. want to reap like the benefits of job opportunities in a different city can do that. Mm-hmm. So, like for example, if you you know live in LA, right, there's obviously a lot of job job opportunities there, especially near Silicon Valley, right. And so, if you wanted to continue doing that work, you could, and then just go live in a cheaper place, like for example, Frisco, which is just a tad bit cheaper than LA. And you can reap both of those benefits at the same time. Yeah, I think that's a really important point because then it also provides many workers with the incentive of joining jobs from all across the world and living from where they want to be in their dream home. And mm-hmm. I think that's a really important thing to talk about. Um, but as we move away from this COVID pandemic style like work environment and we're moving to like a more of a normal work environment, what's in store for us for the future? So I think in the future, like I know I read that a lot of studies were saying that it's kind of going to be a mix of in-person and remote work. And so like even now, you know, um, the global health organization has actually declared that the COVID-19 pandemic is over. Not to say that it's not still persisting, you know, obviously in humans today it is, but Mm -hmm. it is no longer a, you know, medically, you know, conduced pandemic. Um, And with that said, right, we're still seeing a little bit of mix of in-person and remote work, you know, from time to time, I have to I have to hop on a Zoom call, right, whether it be for for school or, you know, my activities outside of school, right. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's just kind of due to the fact that, you know, if you have a large amount of people that need to be on a call at the same time, it's actually a lot easier to go on Zoom, right, Mm -hmm. having 100 to 200 people on a call versus in one classroom at a school can sometimes be, you know, a little bit challenging, right, Um, if it's at a school. Exactly. And so I think with that said, right, I guess from your perspective, like how can, you know, how can this affect like the culture, cultural aspect of the workplace? Yeah, I think first of all, it's important to note that companies are considering like a mix and a hybrid because it just, it feeds in with flexibility and collaboration and it strikes that like balance that can boost company productivity to the whole because there are benefits and there are flaws in both remote work sure. and going yeah. in person like that we already talked about yeah and i yeah. know like some companies i've actually started doing like a specific number of days like i think my mom's company was saying that you can have up to three days of remote work but you have mm-hmm. to come to the office at least two days or you have to come to the office on fridays or mondays exactly. or whatever um but in terms of workplace culture is the thing you asked right i think in terms of workplace culture remote work can sometimes lead to isolation and just that feeling of sense of away from the team so i think it's really important to know about team chemistry most of the time when i think i'm going to take this example from sports right like let's say in a soccer team or football team when there's higher team chemistry and when everyone's friends with each other they usually perform better their numbers are better they achieve more just Mm -hmm. because they have that sense of unity and that individuality is kind of gone it's like they work as a team so when you go in person it maintains a strong workplace culture in even in like a hybrid environment and like you mentioned before it puts a name to a face and you know oh this guy i'm friends with this guy oh this guy i like to hang out with him on fridays you know it's sort of builds that team like environment which can boost company productivity can improve sales like just achieve more yeah for sure i think it kind of literally just boils down to as simple as it sounds it literally just boils down to the five senses you know you're literally restricted to basically only three senses when you're on Zoom, right? So, mm-hmm. if, for example, someone turns off your camera, there's no vision, right? There's no sight. And you can't, you know, can't touch anyone. So if you're playing like a physical sport, right, that obviously cannot occur on Zoom. And so I think that's why that, for the most part, or just for at least for some companies, they kind of prefer that in-person work. And I think with that, right, a lot of industries, on the other hand, actually like to embrace remote work. And 
I, I know like industries like technology, finance, and I think customer support have always been a little bit more open to remote work. Um, and actually in the past, right, even before COVID, you know, customer support has been online for some, for some time, right? Like if you call up a hotel, you can make a reservation online. If you want to call up, you know, your local driver's ed to schedule a lesson, you can do that as well. Um, and so that stuff maybe hasn't been affected by COVID as much. And it's more so just kind of that feasibility aspect. I think actually in terms of getting affected by COVID, it might be actually like improving in growth because it's already online. So their in-person thing has been affected and they just have more access to resources for virtual stuff because everyone's, you know, act like acclimated to that type of environment. Mm-hmm. And it's just, there's no point to spend overhead costs on like, you know, different bills for in-person stuff when everything you can do is remote and productivity numbers stay the same regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, obviously on the other end though, you know, while some office centric industries are still exploring remote work options, there are obviously some industries that, you know, aren't leading towards that. You know, for example, the arts or dance, etc. Obviously all those things require you to kind of be in person to really experience that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, that's definitely something that's not been growing as much in terms of remote work as technology finance and customer support. Yeah, I think that's a really great example. And I guess the future is all about finding the right balance between flexibility, productivity, and even maintaining a positive workplace culture within that team environment. So I think that's a good wrap up for our episode today. Um, until next time, stay curious, stay informed, and stay tuned for more Explicably Inexplicable. Peace.